Welcome to That's So Retrograde. Yay. I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Simbari. And we're just two friends. Just learning how to say our names with zest. And figuring it out along yeah. the way. <laughs> What's up, Elizabeth? Oh, you know. We've What's got the going new down? moon in Libra, allegedly. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Ambie Sitham here. Always excited. As our guest, who's going to break it down for us. There's like been a crisis in the astro world, so we were like, SOS, special episode. We've got to figure out what's going on. Apparently, NASA said that there was a 13th sign. NASA what, needs to stay say, out of it. Yeah. Why? Since when did NASA have anything to do with astrology? I mean... It's astronomy, astrology. It's basically like if Burger King was to comment on Cafe Gratitude. Interesting. Which, by the way, how much did you love our live Cafe Gratitude episode? Uh, I want to live inside of that place. Me too. And be best friends with Carrie and Ryland. They're so awesome. They're so amazing. That was awesome. Thank you again, you guys. So that episode came out earlier this week. It was a double episode week. And we had our live show. <laughs> at on, Soho at House. At Soho House. That will be coming out soon. So fun. Thanks, Kaylee Cole and Jillian Evelyn for lending your talents to us. And Ryan and Weiss. And Ryan Weiss, of course. Did some live coaching. You got your Sally Jesse on. Oh, you know I did. As I like to call it, the Wendy Williams, but whatever. <laughs> different different I strokes, different folks. watched Wendy Williams on Trevor Noah the other day. Yeah. She is lit. She's my favorite. She, Her eyes, I've never seen more open eyes She's in my, my life. This is what she looks like. You guys can't see it, but yeah. my eyes <laughs> Do you guys are see that? Wide. That's what it's like. So, um, I think we need to just get right down to what's yeah. going on in the Astros. So, we're... This is important, this one. It's an emergency alchemy with Ambi astrology episode of That's So Retrograde. Alert the authorities. There's not a 13th sign. And we're here to talk about it along with Jupiter and Libra, the new moon in Libra, and like a little bit of like what's going on with Brangelina. Pop culture breakdown yeah. astrologically. So get ready for it. Welcome to the show, Ambi Sitham. AIR, astrologer in residence. Exactly. Oh, AIR, I like that. Okay. Air. Air, air. Well, actually, I'm a fire sign and oh. an earth sign, but anyway. <laughs> um, okay, first and foremost, yeah. Yeah. NASA. Yeah. yeah, chill. Stop being naughty. <laughs> okay, okay let's give us some background of this story because Stephanie and I both got so many texts from. Oddly enough, most of like a lot of boys texted us, friends. and they were like, "What do you think now, guys?" Yes. Okay, because like secretly, been looking for a reason. <laughs> because also secretly, men are obsessed with astrology. Do not think that they're not; they are, and yeah. they're also looking for a reason to debunk everything and okay. talk to us and talk to and, us. Oh, well, hello, <laughs> that's number one reason. Um, okay, so here's the thing: NASA are very naughty. Why are they naughty? NASA is all about astronomy, mm -hmm. okay? I mean, I love NASA. NASA's all about astronomy. Astronomy and astrology are opposed, essentially, Sister right? wives. But, well, they're, no, they're not sister wives. <laughs> they're, I don't know. They're like frenemies in a way because there's clearly a link, but there isn't, right? Because right. astronomy is science and astrology is a spiritual practice, which we all think is, well, we, we all, clearly we all believe is real. Yeah. But astronomy doesn't recognize astrology. So hmm. to start off with, why are NASA even commenting on astrology. It's very passive aggressive. And yeah. NASA actually saying, we do believe in astrology and we found these th this 13th sign. Right. You, do, you, do you see what I mean? Like NASA shouldn't like, even Stay in your lane. Exactly. Yeah. Stay in your lane. So that's number one. But what NASA. did they find? They didn't find anything. Just this, a this new star cluster? Uh, yeah, it's a new star cluster. Okay, so what they're basically saying is, here's the thing, right? 
No one, first and foremost, so NASA are naughty, first and foremost. Secondly, no one needs to freak out. Yeah. You are still the same star sign. Okay. Why are you still, I mean, basically, according to NASA, I would be the new sign, which is Ophicus or whoever that is, which hmm. is just a gross name and clearly not my sign. Um, so, You're like, I don't want it. I don't want that name. I'm a Sagittarius. Yeah. So, no, everyone's still the same star sign. What it is, is, is that according to, you know, the Earth wobbles. So over time, there's been a wobble of the Earth. And as the Earth has wobbled, the constellations are in a different order. or Not order, they've kind of shifted. Okay. Right? So what NASA is saying is, based on that, the astrology is incorrect. But what modern Western astrology has recognized this years and years ago and said, the zodiac is static. It sits in a certain area of the sky and it doesn't change because actually astrologers foresaw this and they realized that the earth was going to wobble and they said, mm. Mm -hmm, hold on one second. Well, they didn't necessarily hold on one second, but you know what I mean? And they basically said, we can see that the earth will wobble and that this will shift the constellations. So we're choosing this spe specific path of the, of the sky, which is the static zodiac. And the static zodiac is linked to the seasons and the equinoxes, right? Mm -hmm. Which is why it makes sense that, you know, essentially between sort of the 19th and the 20th, 23rd of each month, your sign, that's when your sign will be, so it'll be 19th to 21. Cuspies. Yeah, cuspies. So you have, so you have exact, so you know exactly if you are born at this time, then you are this sign. If you're born at this time, then you're born at this sign. And it's all linked to the seasons and it's all linked to the equinoxes. So you know, we just had the autumn equinox, right? Those things don't change. They might change by a day or so, but that's it. They don't change by longer than that. So, you know, this theory, by the way, also came up years and years ago. Yeah, this isn't the first time this that I've heard of this. This is not the first time that this has happened. And it was debunked then. And for some reason, I think maybe because social media is a bigger thing or because somebody at NASA decided to be clever on social media and be like, oh, yeah, this is going to bring everyone to NASA. This story has gone a lot. It's gone viral. Yeah. And it's just freaked everyone out. But also, NASA's trying to become an internet sensation. Is that what we're seeing? Yes. And it's clickbait. Clickbait. <laughs> They're trying to get woke to astrology. <laughs> I think NASA is secretly obsessed with astrology. So, look, astronomy, How could they not be? Of course they, yeah, they are. They clearly are. So no one needs to freak out. You're still the same sign. And this is where you see that, you know, if you believe, and also soul astrology, which is what I do, mm -hmm. it's all based on themes of consciousness what the archetypes of each sign of the zodiac, right? So we're constantly working with those archetypes, either that we were on whichever sign we were born under or whichever new moon or full moon, we're working with those archetypes to release and to heal and to manifest, right? So regardless of, even if what they said was true, what we're doing every month with manifesting with the new moon and releasing with the full moon still stands as a spiritual practice that's using the cosmos right. to make your life better. So soul astrology says that. And pretty much every single, I mean, Susan Miller, everybody, all the big astrologers have also come out. I think Susan Miller is having a fit and is <laughs> writing like a 15 page like piece on this. Really? And seeing as she's the, the major uber grandma, I mean, she's mm -hmm. seriously, she's not brown grandma, but she is the grandma of astrology. You know, I think that it will be very interesting. Astrology zone. Yeah, astrology zone. Yeah. I mean, she's amazing. And, you know, she, I think she's writing a really, really long piece on this to just shut everyone up yeah. once and for all. Um, but, you know, not just her. A lot of other people have talked about it. I mean, I'm probably going to talk about it in my post. But to the extent that this has been dealt with before, so everyone just needs to chill out. 
I got like so what it, you said. Sorry, go for no, it. I was just gonna say. So have all of the astrologers just like gotten together and they're like hard stance? It's a no. All, all hands and, on deck. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like everyone's united. Everyone's <laughs> uniting. All the crazy star people were uniting, and we're like, okay, you're all NASA's crazy. And NASA just needs to be quiet. And I think NASA will be quiet from now on. But here's my thing. Even if it, even if that is something that, that, that we entertain, like, oh, there's a new cluster of stars and it's like a new energetic thing or whatever, it's like, wouldn't we as humans reflect the evolution of what's happening and also take on those qualities? Like, wouldn't it just be similarly relevant? I mean... No, but, but if it was real, you mean? Yeah, like yeah. If, I mean, if, why would it even matter if it were real? We would still be a reflection of what's happening, and we would yes, still be embodying those qualities. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so that extent, yes. Yeah. But also, think of it like this: if if suddenly the seasons were start to change, then I think we would all be in agreement that something is going on, and in the cosmos, and you know, suddenly if if in the southern hemisphere winter became summer or so you know and if everything sure. switched around do you mean like, how it's like 100 degrees in like almost october okay, we, <laughs> some weird uh, like, that's climate change yeah. we need to everyone needs someone else needs to come that's on and talk a about real that thing. Yeah. that's a real thing everyone needs to be quiet about that who says it's not real um so, so you know no it, you know it's nothing to worry about this has been debunked hundreds of years ago modern astrology western astrology still science. if you believe in astrology and clearly a lot of people who, you know, you guys are so retrograders, as I like to call them, TSRers, um, they clearly believe, no, they do. They clearly yeah, believe it, it and they're following it yeah. and they're using it and they don't need to worry. They're not suddenly a different sign and just ignore NASA. Okay, cool. We have been. Yeah. No Apart one, the I, have, I have not been keeping up with NASA. I still follow NASA on Instagram. You do? Well, that's cool. That's good photos, huh? We're keeping yeah. up with the Kardashians, though. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Elizabeth's revisiting. The, Elizabeth is starting the Kardashians over, but actually, so first I judged her. I was like, dude, I'm worried about you. Like, you need to read a book. Like, this is concerning. <laughs> but then I was at her house yesterday, and it was the episode where Chloe and Lamar are about to get married, and I suddenly really understood the rewatch, the interest, because, well, it's tragic, number one. It's a, it takes on a whole new narrative. It's like literally a cultural time capsule. It really is. And, but it's so sad that she's like so in love with him and now we like know what happened and it's just like, oh, yeah, she's it's a cancer. very sad. She's a cancer. But I didn't choose really to, I talked about this on the live show. Don't say you didn't choose it. Just because something rolls, it's like a fucking Dixie, heart of Dixie rolls on my Hulu. I'm not just going to watch it because it's there. Right, you, you I didn't have turn it off. Will. It auto-played. <laughs> free will. Yeah, it auto-played like, onto no season one, episode one. And I was like, here we go. Yeah. She's like, it's a sign. It's yeah. a sign. I had to. <laughs> you don't I, have but to. Just, I mean, I'm not sitting and watching. It's just on and it's background noise. Yeah, yeah. but you know what they say about what you, well, anyway, what you pick up. You are what you eat. On television. You are what you consume. Yeah. <laughs> Consuming well, the Kardashians. you know, if I'm going to go from... I think it worked out for you because we ended up at a Housewives event last night. So you pr pretty much... Did you? Did. <laughs> so you went at the Goddess event that I was at, but you were instead at Housewives. It was yeah. ridiculous. It was nuts. It was all the Beverly Hills Housewives were there and she they were filming. Out. Oh my I gosh. I was silently looky-looing in the corner. Yeah. I wouldn't say I was freaking out except when Erica Jane and Camille Grammer both came. Okay. Who? Okay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We digress. We've Moving got, onwards. <laughs> yeah. We've got some more things to talk about. Yes. Let's, while we're on that pop culture tip, tell mm. us about Brangelina. Because this is interesting. Amy, what happened? Oh, my gosh. Because I'm in Brangelina's mind. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> Aren't you? And okay. No. I mean, here's the thing. It's... I want to preface this by saying I personally believe 
that although they're a public couple, this is something that's like kind of a bummer and we need to respect that. But on the astrology side, there's some interesting tidbits. Yes. And I think, okay, here's the thing. Yeah. Because I do get asked to come on a lot of celebrity things and I choose not to. Right. Um, just because I think they deserve a private life as well. But obviously they are high pro- very, very high profile. And we are, you know, and here's the thing. Some people think it's incongruent with Jupiter being in Libra and me talking about how Jupiter's gone into Libra. We're in this amazing 13 Why is it incongruent? Because here's the thing. I was saying Jupiter's gone into Libra and we've got this amazing 13-month period for love and relationships, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. And then we've seen these high-profile splits. And so everyone's like, uh, 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 you know, waggling their fingers or whatever and saying, you know, what are you talking about? And I'm like, yes. But part of Jupiter in Libra is also that there's a certain generation between like 1972 and 84 who, um, or maybe it was even 1970, but anyway, who have Pluto in Libra. Mm-hmm. So transiting Jupiter in Libra is going to sit on top of their Pluto and it's either going to destroy or build, right? So sometimes the old needs to be destroyed. That's what Pluto is about. It's about death and rebirth. The old needs to be destroyed so that a new love can be rebuilt. Secondly, so yes, Jupiter and Libra is all about love and relationships and all good things. But at the end of the day, these guys have been together for, you know, they've been, I'm not saying, you know, of course, like in olden days, people were together for sort of 40, 50 years and that was considered soulmates. But they have had a long relationship by celebrity standards, a relatively long, very long relationship. Yeah. 12 had years, yeah. 12 years by select, but you know, by that yeah. sort of Hollywood standard. By anyone's standards, maybe not like regular people, but like people that I know, that's a long time. Oh God, I hope I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling like pessimistic about it. I'm hoping I'm going to have like 40 years. Um, okay, so they've been together for a while. They had six kids. They've gone through, you know, her illnesses. You know, that's, that's major stuff has happened. Plus, people change. They transform. She has transformed from who she was when she met him. And she seems to be moving into this much more humanitarian role, you know, this kind of artist role, et cetera, et cetera. We don't know exactly what's gone on with him. Pretentious British woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stephanie, was that a passive aggressive dig? No. <laughs> She's going to be part of the House of Lords. She's going to be a baroness or whatever. Um, anyway, so, you know, she's changed. She's transformed. They've been through a lot and they're breaking up. And... Hello, that happens to a lot of couples, whether they're famous or not, that they go through, you know, we don't, I don't think that's a long time, a decade, but I guess I haven't lived through a decade with someone, right? And had to go through all those different life changes and to still be in love enough and still love each other enough that you think this is the person I want to continue on my path with. Maybe they want different things. We're not, you know, I hate all these tabloid stories about it because none of us really know exactly what went on. So I think it's really sad, but I think that Jupiter and Libra is going to be showing us a lot of big splits. Can we talk about Jupiter and Libra just a little bit more in depth? Mm, yeah. What are the qualities of this experience and what does it mean? Like, Oh, Stephanie, I like that question. It's just like, let, get on with it. No, no, I just want to know because I feel yeah. like so it's a big thing you're talking huge. about. It's huge yeah. and everyone needs to use this full new moon to the maximum advantage. Jupiter is good luck, miracles, um, abundance, expansion. It's just all blessings. Libra in the natural zodiac rules relationships. Okay. All are one-to-one relationships. It, re- it rules we rather than me. And Jupiter in Libra, this transit happens every 12 years, and it's a really golden time for all relationships, um, whether it's ro- largely romantic relationships, but even like partnerships of any kind, like professional partnerships or best friend partnerships, all that kind of thing. Um, and the peace movement and harmony. It's very much about people coming together with each other and rather than being kind of, 
you know, what I need and what I want. It's like people kind of merging together in that sense. Mm. So that's why. So it's going to be a really, you're going to see a lot of people randomly get, not randomly get married, but you know, like quick romances, get married. Um, a lot of people just really merging together, businesses, things like that in a really good way. So that's why I said that, you know, everything I've been sort of bleating on about with that Jupiter and Libra seems slightly incongruent to some people who are saying, oh, hold on, I've just broken up with my soulmate. Oh, hold on, I've just seen this solid couple break up. I see. Do you, do you see what I mean? And I'm what I'm saying is, yes, that might seem like it's not aligned with Jupiter and Libra, but what if that person, what if the person that broke up with you is not your soulmate and you're going to meet your soulmate next year and you're going to marry them and think, thank God I didn't marry that other person. Right. It's like so my, it's a removal of blocks to like the partnerships that are essentially supposed to be. Yes. Elizabeth. Elizabeth should be writing soul astrology content. <laughs> exactly. Right. That is exactly it. And so, you know, that 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 destruction allows a rebirth. And you're going to see some people break up quite dramatically and then get remarried. And there is mm. going to be a bit of that. You mean like to each other? Yeah. Okay. There's going to be some of that's going to be like, oh, we need to, you know, we can't be together anymore. When this is not right, and then they're going to break up, and then six months later they're going to be like, oh my god, you are actually the love of my life, and that needs to happen sometimes too. Pushing for Brad and Angie. I'm not feeling that's going to happen. <laughs> what do you Sadly. think's going to happen based on their charts? Just out of curiosity. Well, you know, I think that um, I think she's going on a solo jaunt. Solo mish. Yeah, I think yeah. she's going on a solo mish, and I think that he. He's a Sag, so he's a Sag and she's a Gemini. And I haven't looked at their charts in great detail, but just from that alone, you can see that he's got Saturn going through his sign. And when, so I'm a Sag too. Saturn goes through your sign. It's like, it's intense. It's like all your karma is coming up to, up to catch up with you. So to so the degree that you've done the work, you reap the rewards from Saturn, but it's like intense. You, you have to really see your stuff. To the degree that you haven't done the work, Saturn creates a shit show in your life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, he's, what, how old is he? 50? 52, I think. Yeah, so I think that there's I something, <laughs> I think, I'm not seeing everything about that. <laughs> Paying attention. So I think that there's something karmic going on for him about sort of, you know, I don't, I, again, I don't want to get into any tabloid allegations or things like that, right. but he probably is needing to look at his assess. own life, assess some of the stuff that's going on in his life and maybe some of his Saturn karma that he needs to clean up. Again, not laying blame at anyone's door. But I don't I don't necessarily see them getting back together, but I do hope that they're they're gonna have I hope that Jupiter and Libra for them can create a harmonious divorce. And I know that sounds mm, right. But you know, this whole conscious uncoupling thing. Bringing it back to Gwyneth. It Honestly, always goes back to Gwyneth. I was on her Instagram the other day, and I love how they co-parent their kid and they're like friends. I yeah, think well, it's really important. Yeah. It is really it, important. It's very awesome and modern, and like it's hard for people to do that. Yeah, I agree. I think it's really important to do that, and I hope that that, that could be the blessing of Jupiter and Libra. What Corbin. else with Jupiter and Libra? Is well, it all based upon like romantic soulmate no. stuff? So here's the other thing which I think is really important and I hope that we see a lot more of this is the peace movement. Mm. Because obviously, you know, we're seeing, there's been, seems to be conflict the whole time around the world. But I think we're seeing a lot of anti this, anti that movements, right? Um, you know, it's kind of based from a consciousness of a sort of anger. It's like, I'm anti this thing, I'm anti that thing. And it's like Mother Teresa once said, you know, if you invite me to an anti-war march, I will not come. If you invite me to a peace march, I will come. And I think that there is a real golden opportunity over the next 13 months for people to shift their consciousness away from what it is that they don't want and mm. what it is that they do want. In other words, you know, sort of saying, 
these lives matter. You know, black lives matter. I'm just going to say it out there. Like, whatever, it's black lives matter, all lives matter, this, that, and the yeah. other. It's like, why don't we do think... I'm not, not criticising that movement right. by any means. But what I'm saying is, is people just generally should be trying to do things that foster community, that right. foster peace, that foster sort of coming together, irrespective of our differences, rather than saying, I don't like you, or I don't like this, or I don't like that, you know? And yeah. I think we're going to see a really big movement towards citizens sort of rising up and saying, we don't, not in our name. Not These wars are not in our names. These drone mm. attacks, this, this, that, and the other. Not in our names. We don't want that. So how long is Jupiter in Libra for? So Jupiter's going to be in Libra until October 2017. Oh, so, so it's like an years. era, a it's moment. Like, it's, it's, this, is, this is intense. A this moment is, plus. A moment plus. And then it goes into Scorpio? Yes, which is what I know what you are asking And about. what happens there? <laughs> so, well, we're going to tell you about yeah. that next year. In oh, here. And it was just, so it was just in Virgo. Virgo. Okay. Yeah, so Jupiter spends 12 to 13 months in each sign. Okay. So it takes uh, around a year to go through each sign but Jupiter and Scorpio is going to be amazing as well but Jupiter in Libra is going to be really 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 life changing for a lot of people and it's because of the fact that that's like it's home no it's because of the fact that that you know it's because of the fact that Libra is love and peace and harmony and Jupiter is spirituality consciousness miracles cool it's that combination mm. of both and there's that generation sort of 1970 72 i think to 84 that are going to be massively affected by it because they've all got pluto and libra so jupiter's going to sit on top of their pluto and libra and is just going to just there's going to be a rebirth for all those people that's Ooh. awesome yeah so there's lots of people who are going to have a good time that's great Mazel tov, everybody Mazel tov. um and so then we have a new moon in libra so this is the thing. Everyone, new moon tomorrow in Libra. So, oh, because it's turning Libra. So it's Libra now. It's Libra now. <gasps> it will be Friday. So this Friday, the 30th of September, mm -hmm. new moon in Libra. I'm going home to write the blog, but it's going to be very much based on what I'm telling you guys now so everyone gets the download. And this is one of the most powerful new moons of the year. Why? Because the new moon... The sun, the moon, and Jupiter are all like kissing each other in the cos in the sky. Cute. They're snogging. Oh, the menage a trois. <laughs> snogging. Menage <laughs> Libra. Menage Libra a trois. Yes, exactly. Um, okay. So it's like everyone, and I think you know with astrology. I mean, I'm sure you guys find this. It's like a lot of the time, people. I certainly find with people coming to me, it's it's always about love. Yeah. You know, that people's questions are nearly always. I mean, yes, it's about careers and stuff like that, but people are always looking for those answers. And I think that this new moon tomorrow in Libra offers every single person out there, whether they're in a relationship, whether they've just been broken up with or getting over a breakup, whether they're newly dating, whatever stage of life you're at, even if you're single and happily single, which a lot of people are, I've definitely spent time being, you know, really happily by myself. It's just thinking about that relationship with yourself, mm -hmm. which is the most important relationship and how you can create more harmony, more peace, more spirituality with your relationship with yourself, which therefore will lead to more peace, harmony, abundance, goodness, expansion with all your other relationships. Mm. So set, use, you know, Libra falls in a different area in each of our charts. I recommend for everyone tomorrow to really focus on or setting today. intention. Uh, sorry, <laughs> yes, to today, today. Or if you're listening to us, you know, you can still do it whenever. You can do it whenever. The new moon, it's really powerful for like the first seven to 10 days after the new Great. moon. So anyone listening, you know, who wants to make a to-do list, really set intentions to manifest with your relationship with yourself 
um, with your relationship, romantic pe- partners, uh, professional partners, best friends, you know, mentors, parents, everybody, just to have better relationships. How can you bring in more of those Libra qualities, peace, harmony, we, cooperation? Um, and how can you honor that person as though you honor yourself? Because that's going to lead to a better relationship. What's a good way to like break down and really get to the root of some words that we... Because I tend, personally, tend to be like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I, I, I get like mush brain. I'm like, uh... I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I love doing what, so for example, I don't know, do you want me to give an example of manifestations yes. that people could, could write? Yes. So, can I actually tandem this question? Yeah. Because something that, so we're going to. What if I said no? Yeah, well, <laughs> I would be like, okay, no. <laughs> no, because I think that that question is, is perfect as a foundation of, of the next question that I have, which is something that you've talked about. Um, is when uh, a moon is in a sign or or whatever, yeah. you look at where that sign is in your own chart, yeah. and so you try to like draw in those qualities. And I've tried to do that as well, looking yeah. at where my quality is. And I have that's where I have the difficult time that she's talking about finding the languaging. So, so I, w- I would like a specific example for like. Okay, can I give you an example using myself? Yes, because Please. it's just it's just easier, yeah. and I don't mind sharing. No, perfect. I don't share too much, but okay. like, a little bit. You can use us too if you want. We don't. No, care. no, no. I mean, it just it, I'm, I'll use this in a second. Yeah. So. Libra, so tomorrow I'm going to be setting intentions, right? And, yeah. and Libra for me falls in my second house. Now, again, there's 12 houses. Everyone it's in a different house. The second house is the house of income, earnings, your values, your possessions, and what you value to be paid money and what, you, what people value about you to pay you money. So I would be setting intentions on love, um, on relationship, um, on my relationship myself, and I would also be setting an, intentions based on my relationship with my values and money okay. right? and, and income. So what would that sound like? For example, I would say something like, um, this month ahead, um, I intend to manifest what is for my highest good in relation to my earnings and income that is truly aligned with my values and my relationship with myself. Okay. Do you see? So it's like being, it's like saying, okay, well, Libra rules my second house. That's my house of earnings and income values. And, you know, sometimes you get asked to do things that you're like, I'm not sure that's the right fit for me. And it's just making sure that I'm sticking to my values and that what I'm earning is aligned with my values. And that is me also being in harmony with myself because the most important relationship as far as I'm concerned, regardless of marriage, kids and all that stuff is going to be my relationship with myself, right? So somebody else could say, Maybe that this Libra new moon is going to fall in their fourth house of family. And they could set intentions about their love life, etc. But they could also say, this month ahead, you know, I m- make concerted effort to have a, a more harmonious relationship with my family and a more harmonious relationship with my childhood. Do you mm. see what I mean? So going back and thinking about, you know, sometimes people carry crap from their childhood. And it's just like, let me make a better relationship. Yeah, sometimes I've heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, okay, so for the people that are listening that want to investigate further for themselves, mm-hmm. we go... Go to astro.com. You can go to Alchemy with Amber. Yeah, you have a thing Yeah, your... sorry, I forgot I've got that yeah. thing on there. Don't buy a chart from there, though, because that's not me. Um, that's uh, Somebody did that, and I was like, that's it's different software. But anyway, so you can go to alchemywithambi.com, mm-hmm. and you can create for free your own chart, and you could look at where Libra, the little glyph, the astrological glyph, the sign for Libra, is on the outside of that chart. And that will show you which house and therefore life areas 
Libra is governing for you. Mm. And so you can think about love, peace, harmony, all of those things, relationships with regards to that house. Yes. And using my example, with me, it's something like, you know, with finances and with work and with income and with my values. So, you know, you, you can still implement those that consciousness, that Libra consciousness into those areas. Right. Right? Does that make sense? 100%. Sure does. Yay. Cool. I, lo I love a, a new moon list. I love They're new moon so lists great. as well. And it, you know, people, I know some people, some listeners have messaged me and said they've been doing this now for a while. Yeah. And they're getting really into the flow. And that's what I want everyone to do totally. <laughs> is just to do this and to just start creating the change in their own lives. It's also... Um, about to be Rosh Hashanah. Yes. So it's a real, it's like an extra powerful. Oh, yes. Time. It is. It's Jewish New Year on Sunday. This is a really beautiful time. Regardless of. Regardless of what religion you are, mm -hmm. regardless of anything. I always celebrate the Jewish New Year. I have done for years. Um, and it's like a, it's a, it's just a great, beautiful it's like, holiday. It's a really beautiful holiday. Apples and honey. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. Apples and honey. Who doesn't like for apples and honey? For a sweet new year. And that's what we're thinking. So it's this beautiful time of just like setting those intentions, whatever background we come from, right. of just like sweetness. How can we have that Libra sweetness, that Jewish apples and yeah. honey? <laughs> I, I mean, almost think that it's fun if, if many of us, as I'm sure, are going to be around a dinner table this weekend or in celebration of the holiday yeah. or not to have this conversation. Yes. Even, there's something about, I mean, it's so beautiful to write it down, especially have something to reference it, but to say the words and have an interaction around your intentions is like the most powerful. I completely agree. And I encourage everyone to, I also think when you share it with people and you share something with people like, you know, like I just shared with you guys, that that's something that I'm intending. It's like, if something's not aligned, I'm not doing it. I don't give a monkeys how much money I'm gonna be offered. It's just like, it's not worth it. I think when you share that with people, they, them listening kind of seals your intention to the universe. And it's like they're bearing witness almost to your desire and your intention. So it's very support. It's good to talk. Totally. It's good it's to like, talk. What a beautiful <laughs> opportunity. I mean, we should always be setting positive intentions for things. like. And we should also always be having these kind of, I read a really great, this is a slight sidetrack, but on, on Facebook, on Facebook there was some article about um, small talk and how, you know, sometimes people just talk crap or people, I always can't stand when people talk about other people too much, you know, that kind of gossipy thing. And it's like having real conversations and real dialogues that actually are heart-centered and connected it's so much more powerful. Imagine if we were all doing that all the time. So I think that's a really good thing. Everyone's dinners this weekend to ask the other person if it's, you know, two of you dinner or if you're with lo loads of people to ask them what are they thinking about? They want sweetness and light. Ooh. Really into that. And you mentioned reading stuff. We just read about your sound baths on Vogue.com. Oh. So we're very proud. I know. Congrats. On, on that astrology come up, Miss so Ambie Sitham. Uh, I'm the chicest of chic. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm. Verklempt? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. I'm, 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 so I'm, yeah. tell us where your next event here in Los Angeles is. The next sound bath, the next soul astrology sound bath where you can learn about, um, you know, the cosmos and uh, exactly what's going on astrologically and then have a really healing, aligning sound bath is going to be at Wonderlust in Hollywood um, on Saturday the 12th of November. Mm. And it's going to be um, at 5 p.m. And what's wonderful there is they have this amazing, you've been there, Steph, mm -hmm. you've been oh, there yeah. too, yeah. So that, 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 that wood, that main room has crystals laid underneath the wood floor. So when I play the sound bath, 
the sound in that room and the energy is just off the chart. I mean, people have said that it's like a healing, it's like having a private healing session. So I hope that any Angelinos can come. And what um, is happening in November that we're that we're looking forward to with that? So, you know, in November, we've got, um, we, you know, obviously each month, as we know, there's like Libra season and then there's going to be Scorpio season. And so we're going to be going into Scorpio season in a couple of weeks time. And so it's going to be Scorpio season. And you have that to look forward to, which I know you're excited about. Wait, I mean, so here's here's one confusion I have. So we're moving into Libra, we're already Jupiter in and Libra, yeah, and that's for the next year and some change. And then, but so then next month we're Scorpios because that's the astrological sun. sign. Yeah, okay. So 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 yeah. So just remember with just remember with these big planets. You know, like Mercury takes a while to move, a little yeah. less time to. Some planets are closer to Earth, and some planets are further away. And the ones that are further away take longer to move through the zodiac. Mm. So Jupiter takes twelve to thirteen months, but obviously the Sun is moving monthly. And so when, Li- when we say Libra season, we mean that the sun is in Libra. When we say Scorpio season, we mean that the sun is in Scorpio and so on and so forth. But remember, there is no 13th sign. <laughs> Don't Moral know. of the story today. Ambie, thank you so much. My As pleasure. always, we can't wait to have you back next month. Yeah, talk more forecasts. Forecast. Forecast. Let's do Ask Ambi. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We'll do an Ask Ambi. So guys, send, send us your questions. In your questions, and uh, we'll answer them. Thank you. Pleasure. Yay. Happy moon, moon, moon. <laughs> yes, that's a retrograde. Do you guys know what time it is? Know what time it is? It's time for roses and thorns. For roses and. That was really stretched out. (laughs) Um, So time for Roses and Thorns. Did I not tell you that I want to become a singer? It's been discussed on this program ad nauseum, but I'm in full support. Well, that was rude, but... um, (laughs) With love. Yeah, mm -hmm. ad nauseum is never said. It's actually not ad nauseum, it's ad nauseum. Isn't that what I said? No. (laughs) You don't even know the English language. (laughs) I really don't. I really don't know the English language. I'm working on it. Um... So roses and thorns, it's the high and the low. What's going on this week in our hearts and minds? Tell me what you got, girl. Okay, first, I'm going to go worse for first. Thorn, Shimon Perez. Yeah. The He was a, a prime minister and a president of Israel. Uh, he passed away this week after a stroke, and I had the distinct pleasure of uh, attending a lecture of his in when I was in Israel last year. Mm-hmm. And he was the most inspiring, sweet, gentle soul. He literally talked, spoke in sound bites. Everything he said was like a gem of just inspiration and beauty and promotion of peace. And it was just, it's so rare, especially with the political climate we're in here in the United States now to see a politician and just have them warm your heart and you just want to like hug them yeah and I I feel like so many have had experiences in which they've encountered him and would say the exact same thing wow and um he was just such such like a he was a human being and also an inspiration and that is rare and beautiful and I was saddened to hear that that he passed. He was in his 90s. Well, there you he go. Lived a, he was a long political career since the 1940s. Um, but, uh, yeah. So He's with our grandmas now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
So that was my thorn. That's your thorn? Yeah. You want to do your rose? You don't want me to go back to my thorn? You can go to your thorn. Thorn, what? thorn, rose, What did rose. I say my thorn was? I don't know. I, I feel like I don't have one. Other That's than the fact good. that my... Guys, here's the deal. My chalazin went away, but then I wore mascara because we went, we did this event and they put mascara on my eye. And now Shout my, out to Sierra who did our makeup. Oh my God, thank you so much. You're such a beautiful light. However, my mascara situation, I believe, mm. made my eyes swollen again. And I'm just like... It's running your life. It's ruining my life. Then I called my doctor this morning who's on vacation until October 3rd. And I was like asking his secretary if she could text him a picture of my eye just so that I wouldn't have to like go back and get another procedure. And she goes, if all our lives depended on that doctor, I don't think we would make it. And I'm just like, okay, I get that you have a personal vendetta with him right now. The shade. Since as aforementioned, she does not have health insurance and she works for him and it's right. fucked up. But I'm just like, can we just put um, a personal problems aside? Because I really don't want to spend 500 extra dollars on this procedure again. So can you please text him? It was like, I almost started crying because I'm just like, I understand her plight like so much. And it sucks to be in that position. And she doesn't even want to be answering the calls for that office on like his vacation. I get right. it. But I'm just like, please. like. I feel like you're going to have like a tight five of really strong eye material. material. I literally could go through my whole body at this point. Right. Starting with the teeth from two years ago. Yeah. Then we have the that was eye. Like four years ago. I already have plenty of drugs in my pussy. Sure do. My butthole, belly button, all the holes. Oh, all right, let's go to my roses. It's a wellness podcast, everybody. Yes. I'm very tired. I'm sorry. Okay. So, Rose, two things. Yeah. Number one, you guys, I met Cameron Mannheim. <laughs> Sandy Frank just landed in a helicopter, everybody. Come on. Which That's was. a Romy Michelle quote. I didn't know. For those of you at home. They know. Hope so. I didn't know that she was going to be like a fun celebrity meet and greet for me. Yeah. Is she even a celebrity? I mean, if you enjoyed the practice in the 90s. Which, which I who didn't. Did. I was the biggest fan ever. Uh. And I just went up to her and I was like, I just want to say, like, you were so amazing, like, wearing all those earrings in your ears on network television at that time. And it was crazy because she was like, thank you so much for saying that. That was, like, a big conversation that I had with David E. Kelly, like, a bunch of times because the network kept trying to get her to take her earrings right. out. And, just, and she was kind of, like, overweight but still, like, sexual. And it was, like, she was really, like – in this owning her space yeah she was really owning this corner of the market where she was like this alty like kind of like cool body bitch at a time when like that wasn't really it was the 90s it wasn't coming clean they weren't coming right. clean for that on tv anyways that was my rose i had another one too which i forget let's do yours Ooh, okay so well it's always a challenge as a female i think finding a pair of pants that fits right right especially stuff you and i or shorties. Yeah, but I have I have my pants aren't the problem because I have long legs. Right. It's shirts that are Yeah. That See, I have, I have I have I have a shorter leg. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it. I have a shorter leg. I have a shorter leg. You're um, proportional with your body. Like I have a long leg and a tiny torso. I'm just short. And, and so it's very hard so for tiny. me to find pants. <laughs> so on a whim I went to Madewell, got a pair of Great fitting jeans that w happened to be thirty percent off. Rose, 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 and then. But Thorn, what did you do to them? Oh, I I cut them in a hurry and I cut them in a jagged line. But that's beside the point. A jagged. I'll work through it. I'll work through it. It'll be fine. I mean, it is fine considering it's just a pair of jeans. Yeah. But like, I see them and I because I have those same pants, right. so it just makes me sad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm like, fine. no. But so another rose on top of that, they're doing a promotion now where if you bring in a pair of your old jeans, 
They Madewell are, jeans? No, they can be any type of jeans. Oh. They've partnered with an organization that turns uh, denim into insulation for housing. And you get $20 towards a pair of Madewell jeans. That's so, so cool. So everyone, and not no sponsorship, totally open to it though. But no sponsorship, but I just thought. That's awesome. Worth mentioning. Yeah. Another thing worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really talked about it on this show, but I've dealt with like severe, severe back and neck pain mm-hmm. to the point where I'm so comfortable in the discomfort, I almost was reluctant to do anything about it. And I finally saw a chiropractor. I've been doing, uh, you know, acupuncture for it and like stretching and found the foam roller really helpful, but like nothing was getting to the root of it. Like I said, we get into that mental story where we're just like committed to feeling like shit. And who told you to go to the chiropractor? You have said so many times. Yeah. Um, as have many other people. <laughs> That's pretty much been the whole thing. But I just was apprehensive. I think a lot of people are apprehensive about chiropractic. Yeah. It kind of has like a stain on it. Exactly. But, but I if went, you go to a good person, it's really amazing. I went and I feel so much better. Yeah. And it's like there's definitely like healing going on. Like it's not like one and done. Well, you get sore from the rearranging. Right. But I feel this was on Monday and it's, what, Thursday now? And I just feel almost like a new person. Congrats. So... If anyone is grappling with some just prolonged pain or whatever, like take the steps to go make it better. You will feel better. I totally agree. So that's what's going on. I wish there was a chiropractor for my eye. Right? <laughs> I wish there was too. So you could stop talking so about everyone it. Everyone could stop hearing about it. It's fucking no, you, this is a safe share space to do whatever. Okay. Also, another rose. What? Our beautiful website. Oh, yes. Okay. That's, I'm, that's what I meant to major, say. Major, major shout out to the fine, fine folks at Willow Creative Agency. They specialize in fashion e commerce, everything from web design to branding. They built us the most beautiful it's site. It's really dope. It's so fun and cool. And um, they're they're just fantastic, cool chicks. Mainly girls run run the office, which I love. Who run the world? Girls. Who run the and world? And so, if any brands are out there listening, you know the new moon is in Libra. It's a very good time to get a redesign going. Get it going. Or get a website going. Get it going. Uh, they're fantastic. You guys can check out. There's a link to them at the bottom of our site because we wanted to give them love because they did such an incredible job. So it's Willa Creative Agency. Thank you so much to Joanna and everybody in that beautiful office. You guys rock. Rock it. I think that's our episode. I think that's our episode. We two in one week. How it, awesome. I can't decide if I have other roses and thorns. Well, you know, well, we can always just check in later with you. Yeah, you guys you guys know where to find me. Yeah. Where can they find you, Steph? They can find me on the internet at, at Steph Sambari. Oh, fantastic. Across the board. And you can find us at, at So Retrograde. Mm-hmm. My handle is at Elizabeth Cott. Mm-hmm. And uh the newly launched that's so retrograde.com check it out check it out we have some really exciting things coming really soon we really do we're so stoked and uh until then namaste listening yeah yes that's so retrograde